0: All right, welcome back to Running Things Considered, episode numero 16. Um, We obviously missed a week last week for those who uh, didn't see anything posted. We tried to be uh, respectful to the Black Lives Matter movement, um, trying to get the, uh, just kind of let the the proper content get out into that space. So we weren't kind of blocking anything up, just... uh, just because we support everything that is going on, and we we're in Atlanta, especially, there is a lot of stuff going on uh, just right here in our backyard. So, wanted to make sure that the proper content and the proper people were being heard. Um, but today we have one of our old teammates, I guess. Uh, yeah, old teammates. It's crazy to think uh, it's been a while now. But we have Nahum Solomon, a former NCAA All-American. Uh, who's now training with the Reebok Boston Track Club in Charlottesville, Virginia on the pod today. So uh, let's get into it.
1: Before we get into questions as usual this week, we're going to have a very serious and important dialogue about the Black Lives Matter movement and just what's going on, have some perspective, so hopefully you guys can find value in what we have to say and enjoy the episode. Thank you.
0: Uh, so yeah, like I said, today we have uh, another guest, uh, Nahum Solomon here on the pod, um, but we we got Nahum on here to just to kind of chat about his experiences and his feelings, kind of with the goings on right now, especially, you know, being in Atlanta and kind of seeing everything going on firsthand. It's not just on social media. Things are happening, you know, just two streets away from my house. So um, just kind of wanted to speak about your experiences and kind of how you felt and like what we talked about a little bit before we started, just kind of like those just kind of raw emotions that you felt just being at the protest and just your experiences growing up. And I mean, floor is yours to kind of what you want to say
2: yeah so um i guess experiences growing up and going through college and everything you know you i was never i never had someone be directly racist towards me or have any racist acts against me but you like it was always frustrating you walk into a store especially when i was in college and you know i had multiple white teammates and roommates i walk in with them nobody looks at them i walk in right behind them and all of a sudden i can just feel like eyes glaring into the back of my skull and then another thing that was just kind of frustrating and i think a lot of especially young black men deal with this on the daily is every time you see a cop out on the road even if you're doing everything right like you're going under the speed limit using your signals you still think to yourself once that cop starts following you it's a coin toss am i getting out of this okay sure you start preparing like your video you already have like for me i normally drive like my license and registration already out just in case um so those kind of things are just what's frustrating and i think it's great that everybody's coming to the realization that that's not just something we think and feel it's a reality so it you know I really appreciate, you know, everybody coming together for these protests and donating, signing petitions, the outrage. Um, but my one thing I want everybody, whether you can vote or you can't vote, is keep that same energy come November. When you need to vote, there's there's not even a right or wrong. It's either you're with freedom and justice and equality or you're not.
0: Yeah, I couldn't stress that enough. Uh, tomorrow is the last day for... Well, I guess you won't hear this, but you, the, the the polling dates may be different in, in your states when this comes out on Thursday or Friday. So um, I know I'm going out to vote tomorrow. I'm assuming maybe you guys you're still registered to vote in Florida, but you may mm-hmm. go I'm be, in Virginia in Virginia. so um, go out and vote. If you're too young to vote, you know, there's there's still an opportunity to do research. There's still an opportunity to learn. Um, there's so, so, so much history to learn, um, even if it's, you know, Current events, you know, just just make sure you're, you're getting the right news from the right sources and you're learning about what's going on and you're understanding what's going on and you're being empathetic and sympathetic to what's going on. I think, um, you know, me, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, went to predominantly black schools, and I felt like in, in this time I felt a little bit, I guess, maybe th- not thankful, but just like... Uh, maybe that is the word, to, to know that like I understand like the history about things and um, it's just like, it's better for, for you to just understand and, and going into it, um, kind of knowing what has happened in the past um, and just honestly, just reading about things on your own time and just kind of absorbing all the information to, you know, kind of make your, your own rational decisions uh, and form your own thoughts and opinions about it. So even if you are too young, there's still a lot of research and information to be learned. And, you know, maybe you're, you don't agree with what your parents are talking about. So talk to them about your, you know, your experiences and your thoughts and your feelings about things. And, you know, there's always minds to be changed and opinions to be changed. So, I mean, I don't know. I just went on for like 40 years, but, um, yeah, I mean, you, you talked about just, like, even coming to Georgia Tech, like, how that was a new experience for you. Um, like, how did you feel walking into Georgia Tech on
2: your first day? Maybe not just with a team, but just,
0: like, going to orientation,
2: even. Yeah, so, uh, like Zane, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, predominantly black high school. And even more, um, I grew up in, the, in an Eritrean American community, so I maybe had, like, two white friends like all throughout high school, maybe three, and they were all cross-country runners. So I don't even know how much of that you can actually count. <laughs> um, so when I came to Georgia Tech, uh, it was very eye-opening, like seeing all different walks of life, cultures, religions. And for me, like, that wasn't a problem. I always liked different. Um, I thought it was a great change. But uh, it, I can understand where for some people, especially coming from a predominantly black area, it's hard to branch out, um, especially when you've constantly been subjected to systemic racism. You kind of don't trust anybody outside of the black community, and it's frustrating. Um, I was lucky that I came into a community, the Georgia Tech track and field team, um, where you know people were very open. They just all they cared about was running, yeah. you know, getting that degree, making that paper, um, getting <laughs> that contract. Do- yeah and doing what they wanted to do they didn't care who you were where you came from as long as you were a nice person you were nice to them that's all that really mattered and that's one thing i'll always be grateful for and i think because of that it expanded my horizon to where you know i used to sometimes think in high school you know that you know you can't trust white people sometimes and it's just the way i kind of i grew up because of what you see and what you know and you know that really helped me understand that you know that it's not the case. You know, there are some white people and that just truly understand and they're willing to stand up for what's right. And I just hope that there comes a time where not just white people, but all races in general come to understand and love each other and respect each other. Because at the end of the day, we're all, you know, it's kind of cheesy to say, but we're really all in this together. You don't, nobody succeeds without another person.
0: Yeah. And I think what's important too, is like, you know, um, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, say that I'm a different race or anything, but, you know, I uh, I am a white person, but I did feel incredibly uncomfortable at the first school that I went to just because it was such a big change for me. Um, and I had to like, kind of come back to the city, so... What school was that? University of Georgia, you know. Um, I just didn't really feel like people held the same values as I did and kind of didn't hold people in, in the same regard. I mean, not so much on the track team, but just, like... In general, it was like a it was very hard. The transition was hard. I've never been a religious person, but I'm Jewish and technically very Jewish as we talked about, but I mean, I went to temple. Like I I I just was like felt like so outcasted that I was just trying to grasp onto anything. But kind of what I wanted to say not to take anything from you or any of your experiences, but like if you are kind of feeling uh, you know uncomfortable or you know you have some issues that you may want to be worked out like especially if you're on a team or something like just obviously speak up about it because those other people's thoughts and feelings are not going to change if you don't kind of you know start the the change for them I think um, like I said people's mm, opportunities and like their their opinions are you know that they can they can be changed but a lot of times they're not going to be if they're not being called out for it. So, um, like you know, if there was something that happened at a school that you went to, would you feel comfortable? Would you even have felt comfortable reaching out to like one of our coaches or a coach or anything like that?
2: Well, yeah, just being me, I, I have no problem calling people <laughs> out and uh, taking heat for it. But I not, I mean. I could just be a special case. I know a lot of people aren't comfortable coming to the forefront and putting themselves out there. And if you're not, I say reach out to someone who's got your back who will do that because all it takes is for one person to actually listen to you um, for things to make a difference. So.
0: Yeah. For sure. Well, you know.
1: And Also, one thing I, I want to say is uh, I am here and the the, the reason I wasn't Before the thought I didn't want to talk because I know Zane and uh, Nahum have a lot greater perspective than me. I have come from, I guess, the background opposite of them, you know, never... Well, I I mean, I I grew up in Atlanta and was obviously exposed to people of all sorts of races growing up. But uh, when I went to high school, and I guess that's an important developmental period, it's in Tallahassee, Florida, which is in the country, and, you know, it's not too diverse. My school is mostly white and whatnot. And I, I could definitely sense people around me and sometimes even myself, like I won't even notice it. Um just kinda like just like just like like sub- subliminal things uh in my mind that I wouldn't even realize until I moved to Georgia Tech that I, you know, kinda came to the forefront uh, of my mind, you know, whenever, you know, I'd see different people walk into the room or whatnot, you know. Um but the the reason I bring this up is that I mean, you know, Everyone has to start somewhere and you come from different places, but as long as you kind of realize what's happening and know that you know this, this switch in your brain was was flipped without you knowing it just because we talk about institutional racism, you know and that's that's kind of what it is. Uh, you know, like as you can just see how cities are planned, you know uh, neighborhoods are the way they are. You build a highway in the middle of Atlanta. What's on one side of the highway? You got Ansley Park, which is you know probably
0: the ninth most expensive area code in the United States of America. Right,
1: and then you go to the other side, and you got Boulevard you know, Boulevard Boulevard Boulevard. It was so meant,
0: it was meant to not have a name.
1: That's you know? right. That's right. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's just yeah. all about yeah. learning, and you know, it's not too late. Take your time, but you know, uh, we're all in this together. Is not said, and I think on that note, uh, we wanted to designate. Uh, Do you have anything more to say?
0: No, I I just want to say again, like Nahum said, go out and vote. Just make sure you're voting. If you're not old enough to vote, do your research. Um, And if you have the opportunity to, like, voice your opinion and go to a protest and, like, you know, kind of be a pillar of, you know, justice... uh, go for it and I think that's like incredibly important to speak up to donate to do all those things especially in like a local municipality if there's any bail bond things you can donate to for protesters if there's any you know uh, legal defense bonds legal, exactly right because like. right,
1: right now a really big thing is uh, I guess the a lot of what these charities are doing is trying to hire lobby groups to then you know because who decides how the world works it's, it's the politicians and you know politicians usually have a lot of rich white friends so the best way to combat that is uh, with lobby groups. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's where your money's going, if you know. Uh, sometimes, you know, if, you're, if you're wondering.
2: Yeah, and I just wanna cool. add one thing about the protests. Uh, I went to my first protest for uh, what happened to George Floyd. And contrary to what the media shows, I'd like to say 99% of them are very peaceful. I went to one in downtown oh, yeah. Atlanta, which has had its fair share of police violence. And I saw maybe four police cars. We were a few hundred strong, did different loops around the uh, Centennial Olympics, CNN part of downtown. And we were very peaceful. Um, the cops that were there were recording us. You know, They weren't really enforcing anything. They were just generally interested. Um, and that's what most... Uh, Most protests are like, so I do encourage, you know, obviously with the pandemic, be safe, wear a mask, which I will say everybody was wearing a mask at the protest, which I greatly appreciate. Um, But be safe. Listen to the people who are organizing. They're they're trying to make sure you stay safe the whole time. Um, And, you know, like have a little fun with it. There were points in the protest where, you know, they were singing and it was kind of fun and enjoyable. It was more of a parade feel. But ultimately, it's meant for our voices to be heard. Um, And yeah, like I I think it was a great experience. I went with my sister. It was her first protest, too. And she was excellent. She led a lot of chants. Very, very proud big brother here. Uh, But yeah. I think one other thing I wanted to touch on, which kind of just crossed my mind.
0: I can't believe it didn't cross my mind before. But um, like I said, I mean, like no matter how much I grew up around, you know, this kind of stuff and kind of knew about it already. It it doesn't, you know, like um, Ahmad Aubrey who got killed just running. It never in my life have I ever felt uh, like in danger leaving my house just to go running, um, and that doesn't matter where I came from. It's just like it's literally because I'm white that I've never felt that danger before. Um, and I mean, kind of to expose my high school a little bit you know, we were given something that we, you know, kind of just made up a name, but it was called the white pass. Like the, the, the teachers at my school always thought the white people were doing the right thing. I skipped 180 classes my senior year of high school. That's a lot of class. Don't do that. But I did it. And I could do it because I was white. And I've never once felt in danger leaving my house going for a run it's never even crossed my mind not even once until all this happened so i feel incredibly you know thankful for for doing that but i'm learning and i'm still you know trying to learn new things and understand things in, in that way because uh i mean just you know do it running every day and that never crossing my mind once is, is a privilege in itself so um I just felt like I wanted to talk about that. I would feel bad absolutely. if I didn't say anything.
1: Absolutely. Um, and so I, I hope I hope you guys are uh, finding value in uh, that little section. We really wanted to you know, you, use our platform to just get the conversation, continue the conversation of this, um, I guess what's happening, this movement, which has been going on for so long, but I think right now it's coming to the forefront of media, which is absolutely awesome. So we yeah. just want to keep pushing that, keeping that there. But there will still be an episode of Running Things Considered, and we got some questions. There's some pretty good ones, and I think we can start getting a little less serious. Yeah, let's get a little less, a little serious. less serious.
0: Let's get the relax the shoulders, but it is important to talk about, so we wanted to talk about it. Absolutely. It wouldn't have been a good podcast without it. So, on that note, we got... Okay,
1: a- also, also, I, I want to hype not Home up a little bit more, oh, uh, sure, uh, sure, since sure. he was uh, he was my teammate... All throughout college, he was the only other male that I had to share a room with at nationals. So he has a very (laughs) special place in my heart. That was the best trip ever. I've talked about it before in this podcast at Eugene, Oregon. Oh, we ran like really bad. We we ran really bad. (laughs) We ran really bad. But but um, so now at home he ran thirteen forty one in the five k. What's that per four hundred? Uh that's right around 65 and a half. That's 4, four 20, 420. 422 bro! pace. 422 pace for yeah, the mile yeah. for a 5K. So that's absolutely insane. This guy's a beast. Uh I, I rem- one thing I want to talk about not home is i um, if you've ever been within 400 meters of Alan Drosky, you've probably heard this. But um I I remember I think it was going into your junior year or into your senior year.
2: I don't know which story you're about to tell. Uh, well,
1: the the, the the time you went to Flagstaff. No, um, I went to
2: Fort Collins, Colorado. Fort Collins, Colorado. Both, but both, at both times. At both times. One time was different. Yeah, one before my senior year was different. The, the, yeah. the
1: one, one year. So, what was your PRs before this?
2: So, I ran 1425 at the ACC meet. Uh, which isn't you know, bad. Which isn't bad. You that know, was at Georgia Tech. At Georgia Tech, we did the best job ever. Just shout <laughs> out no. to Georgia Tech. Track yeah, yeah that, that was good. Great um, ACC meet. Yeah, That's and I ran thirty or no, I ran twenty nine fifty seven. Twenty nine fifty seven in a ten k. I hate that event. And then,
1: <laughs> and then, and so and so, then not home. One disappeared this summer, um, and he he kind of transformed himself a bit. You started adding on higher mileage. You you paid a lot more attention to nutrition, and that was the two main things, right?
2: Yeah, it was those two things and understanding training training cycles. You know. That summer, I think, more than anything, I became a true student of the sport. You know, Coach Drosky and Coach Megacy, they always talked about it. But, like, most of the rest of the team, I brushed it off as, oh, they just have been doing this for, like, a millennia. Yeah. So, uh, they just know way more. So, I spent that time learning from people who were just way better than me. Funny thing is, uh, at Cross Nationals, at the end of that year, I beat all those guys I trained with who were way better than me. And I was
0: at that race, and it was the
2: best, well...
0: Mm. the ACC cross country championship in Louisville was like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life but then I drove my ass right back up to Louisville to watch NCAAs and uh that was probably the most fun I've ever had watching a race so I, I taught Nahom right. my mantra which is two quick steps and it's the reason he got third at yeah. ACC championship. yeah guys you got it <laughs> the,
2: the two quick steps you got <laughs> it that's big falling
0: back all it takes is two
1: quick and, and what'd you get the year before like Fortieth
2: place. I got thirty fourth, and then I got fourth, and yeah, that was. I do say that the year before I kind of choked it away. I I got hurt going into it, being just an idiot, and so I thought I could have definitely finished in the top twenty, but still like top twenty to top five is that's a big jump, especially in the ACC. I was gonna say in
0: the ACC. (laughs) Well, who won it? Justin Knight won that. And so that's one place you're probably going to lose to. So right. you know, let's just say you'll get third. And <laughs> right. then there's all the Virginia Tech guys, the Virginia guys, dude, yeah. UNC, everybody. Yeah. Um, ACC is, in my opinion, the strongest. I also agree with that. Uh, <laughs> distance. For sure. Yeah, it is.
1: So, so yeah. So that, that, that big spiel was, was, you know, that was one of the craziest transformations I've ever seen. Yeah, and he, you know, he also
0: showed up to a race. Oh, I'll talk, I want to talk about the, the Delta thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me just talk about this really oh, quickly, right. and then we'll go. Okay. Okay, I had the flu in New York, okay? I was living in New York. I was running. I hadn't run for two weeks. I learned about this 5K that the winner gets, what was it, $500? $600. A $600 Delta gift card. So you can go anywhere. I mean, you can get a lot of places with 600 bucks. I had the flu. Hadn't run. Flew down. I was like, I'm going to win this race. I'm going to win this race. I kept it to myself. Didn't tell anybody. I'm warming up. First time I'd run in two weeks, I see this guy, <laughs> and I'm like... Well, I just wasted two hundred dollars or something <laughs> coming down. So not home blew my doors off. I just let it. I mean, like within the first eight hundred meters, I was like, "Well, this is over." And um, <laughs> anyways, finished the race. What little did I know? So he won the six hundred dollars. I entered a raffle out of how many people were there? Maybe five hundred
2: people. Dude, there was five hundred people. It was ridiculous. We were all like. You know, first of all, I want to say, I've never felt guilty about whooping someone in a race before until that day. I felt so, I flew, so bad.
0: I flew down there so I could then get a ticket uh, to go to my be- one of my best friend's weddings in Hawaii. That was the only way I thought I could afford to do it. So, Nahum won, and then I entered into a raffle, and then I won the freaking raffle, which was the same gift.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. And I got a neck it. pillow. Oh, yeah. I, I thought the neck pillow was the real steal of the raffle. <laughs> I
0: mean, that was... And then I got to go to Hawaii. So, I mean, like, it all worked out. And that was, like, one of my favorite running stories of all time. Because that's, like, I mean, what are the odds? What are the odds? Yeah. I jokingly put my raffle thing in the in the, in the the uh, cup, and I said, I'll give you 100 bucks if, if you pull my name. <laughs> and then they pulled my name, and I was like, did she do that on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyways... She still owes the lady 100 bucks. I still... Yeah, she's actually at the door right now. She's, <laughs> she's knocking. She's very upset. <laughs> Every time I talk about it, she just, like, gets a... A feeling and she just needs <laughs> yeah, a my pulse. pulse. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, we're going to start this first question off. This first question comes from Brooklyn, New York. Shouts out to Brooklyn, New York. That's where I lived from 2018 to 2019. Shouts out to East Williamsburg and shouts out to Red Hook. Nobody goes to Red Hook. Go to Red Hook. It's beautiful. Hey, uh, this is uh, Jay from Brooklyn
1: calling in. Um, on the last episode, uh, Zane, you said that you are a serial dater and I was just curious, like, what cereal would you date? Like, I'm more of, like, a Kix or, like, a cornflakes guy myself, but, like, both of you, like, if you had to date a cereal, what cereal would you date? Okay.
2: Love the pod. Have a good one. Oh, that was an amazing <laughs> question. Great, oh great, great God. question. Oh, my God. And,
0: uh... A little? No, I won't say it. I won't. I won't. I won't Okay. You. Okay. I, won't I think we you. should
2: start with. <laughs> let's, just, let's just start with not home. Not home. Sure. I, I just want everybody to know this is. In- Easy answer, cocoa puffs. <laughs> and why do you say cocoa puffs? I like them round. <laughs>
0: okay, I like that.
2: And Avery. Okay, so let's let's hear your original
0: answer, <laughs> your original content, this so, is the answer that you came up with.
1: So I, because my girlfriend's sitting about five feet away from me. And six, so I'm, feet six, six feet. Socially. Six feet. My bad. Six yeah. feet socially. <laughs> and so I'm thinking to myself, if I'm picking a cereal I want to date, you know, that's going to be a cereal that I will no longer. Be able to buy because my girlfriend's gonna be too jealous, so I had the funny idea. So I'm gonna pick Raisin Brand, sure, write that one off the list. And so I that just that just joke just came to me, yeah. That's wild that
0: came to you like out of nowhere. It's like, it's like wow, I felt like I thought of that, but you said it right before I thought of it, yeah. Yeah, it was all you, man. It was (laughs) all you. You love to get your fiber, you're a big poop guy. Well, the the yeah right <laughs> right my like I love it oh that's brain. right that's right love's raisin bread oh but it's your really, original joke you didn't, yeah, understand your I own didn't even joke. understand that you did well don't tell the people that was my joke i want oh, you to take the credit it, please read up. the
2: disclaimer at the bottom of the podcast about where these guys actually get their content oh, oh yeah, my yeah. god yeah <laughs> okay, <right. laughs> um, and
0: for me i discovered this cereal my senior year of high school in a quote unquote internship that i took with my high school coach um <laughs> and uh for some reason he brought me the cereal captain crunch but it was just berries it was just the berries it's called oops all berries <laughs> highly recommended it. it's the takashi 69 of cereal lots of flavors lots of flavors Very controversial out- controversial <laughs> very yeah, controversial. Yeah. what are, what is the even flavor of the other things that oh, not the berries oh peanut butter Peanut butter? In uh, what? Lucky Charms? No. What? No, dude. In Captain, the, uh, Crunch. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. My B, my B, my B. I don't know. My no. Rainbow's my have my flavor <laughs> maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyways, the berries are by far the best tasting thing. Um, right now I have some Trader Joe's, uh what is the cinnamon one? Cinnamon? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. CTC? CTC. That's our new track club, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But it just says CTC.
1: That's pretty cool. You came up with Sidman Track Club. See, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm just, I'm just behind the curtain with my. You're like my a levers. wizard of Oz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also have
0: cornflakes. They've been sitting in there for two weeks. Have not opened them. Do not want to date them, but they do text me all the time.
1: <laughs> God, I'm good. That's a good question. By SNL, the way.
0: hire me, please. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was a great question. I love that. That, had nothing that was a great with question. Running.
1: Nothing to do with running. I think the people like, but these, these next two. Also, I
0: can't drink any milk, or if I eat cereal before running, no milk. Otherwise, I'm going to have <laughs> bad time. Bad <laughs> time. Very bad time. Um, so we actually got a lot of questions last week, so we're going to save some of them for next week. So if you don't hear your question, again, don't cry. I know you're probably crying. Um, <laughs> I would be too. But um, just tune back in next week, and you may hear it again. Um but in the meantime, before we get into the second question, what is the number, Avery?
1: The number you should call if you have any questions related to running or not related to running, related to cereal or cereal <laughs> dating, the number is 646-780-9218. That is right. I almost forgot it, honestly. A bit. That's
0: good. Also, I will say that somebody a couple weeks ago hit us up on the line and said they wanted to take one of us out on a date. Did we really? talk about that? You didn't tell me. Okay, well, I mean, that's probably because it was directed at me. I that's mean, true. Yeah, that's yeah, That's yeah, true. Yeah. It, was, it was implied. It was implied. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. so take you out of date, capital. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Also,
1: I have a, a funny story uh, before we get to the next question. So, on my Instagram story one time, uh, I posted, like, yo, like, ask your questions, 646-70-0921, and I mistyped and I put nine at the end
0: oh I forgot about that This
1: and the thing is is this number oh, It's geez. it belongs to somebody unfortunately <laughs> and this story was up for I think I saw it had like 1,500 viewers and a few people called. <laughs> so there was this old lady that just had her phone lighting up just a bunch of bunch of people like calling asking her texts asking what she'd want to yeah <laughs> that's great and so I got some DMs of just like uh that wasn't the number Avery <laughs>
0: oh that's great so so yeah. It's it's one eight, not one nine. It's one eight, not one nine.
1: Unless unless you want to talk to that, that lady.
0: Yeah, I mean she <laughs> we should get her as a guest. We should. Yeah, that would actually be funny. Probably later anyway. day. It, mean, it yeah, maybe. Or ruin her life. Or ruin her life. <laughs> um now, like I said, because we're the most incredibly organized podcast that I've I know of I definitely have all these questions pulled up. I'm not just cycling through all these no, questions, no, 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 and like I'm not trying to no, no, scramble no, 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 and find the one that we initially tried to talk about. So this may or may not be the one, but also my phone. Oh. my phone's on eight percent. We're good. Let's see if this is the one. Yeah, so what? Uh, my name is M. Wrong and one. But I know who that is. And if just buckle up, buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> What's up guys? My name is Ryan. I'm from Syracuse, New York, but I run
1: for SUNY Fredonia. Go blue devils. So my question, uh, if you say, say you're 200 meters from finishing a race, you're choosing, uh, you have a card up your proverbial sleeve that lets you outkick anyone in the world, anyone you want. And you absolutely ruin their day with this kick. Who are you choosing in in what race? All right. Keep up the good work. See you boys.
0: Okay. So that was supposed to be the third question, but because I found it before the second question, we'll now transition to make that the second Is that question. question? Huh? Is the third question B-Bone? No. Dude, what rate? This one. Oh, oh. maybe. B-Bone didn't call in Colin for a couple of weeks. He's being put in a timeout. He'll be on next week.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay so like so yeah uh, now how much yeah. to go well i want everybody to know when the, i first heard that question my immediate joke response is avery Bartlett, 800 meters yeah Just, he, was, he was joking he was definitely joking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i let me say i've come pretty close in a 1500 pretty close meaning like uh two seconds <laughs> but was that at the home meet <laughs> no no it uh, was a uh, oh, florida state 15 you mean mile mile my bad mile and, 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 oh, and, and it was field.
1: it was the opposite you were in front of me and then I, and I blew your doors Yes, off. that is correct. That actually makes way more
2: sense if you know so, the two of us. <laughs> no, the sure. fact that I was in front early. Not yes. the fact that I got my doors blown off.
0: <laughs> you take the... What? You go out very hard. Yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. That's the part that was... True. Oh,
1: all oh, is, oh, all, oh, is oh. all is right with the world when yeah. it come down to that race. Okay, yeah. okay. I ran 403. Nahum ran 405, six. six.
2: Yeah, very bad day for Nahum. Was that at Vanderbilt? Yeah, I remember that. But my real answer was Mo Farah in the 5K at any championship event. I just want him to know what it feels like. To what be if he got?
0: Place. What if he? You were battling for last place. You don't care. If we were battling for last place. Oh, I do not care. He's still getting <laughs> his doors freaking destroyed. <laughs> Have you seen that five K? I think it was at European
2: Championships where he closed in 50. One, yeah, one forty eight for the last eight hundred. <laughs> that's the one that makes me really upset, actually. Yeah, that's kinda like insane. who lets it get to that point. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean truly. Yeah. That was like at the US championships a couple years ago, they went out in five twenty for the first mile.
2: Yeah. Pretty crazy. I think their last mile was three fifty eight. Jesus Christ! Let yeah. the record show nice. I am not a fan of sit and kick. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, it is not because I don't have wheels, but that is a strong consider, <laughs> strong fact. I
1: love tactical races. No, the other Avery ones.
2: makes every race tactical.
0: It well, doesn't matter if he goes out in forty nine. Well, if I take the
1: lead, I'm going like in the in the eight hundred. If I take the lead, we're going out in fifty
0: eight. <laughs> I remember at at regionals in twenty eighteen. Your parents already booked the flight to Eugene, and at 600 meters, you were in like last place. No, no, at 700 meters. At 700 meters. I was like, Avery, you've done it again. You're a dumbass. I hate you.
2: I drove to Tampa, Florida to watch this race, and then you got second. I had a heart attack. <laughs> at the <same laughs> years. Both the prelim <laughs> and the final. Yeah. For any parents listening, that's how you believe in your kid. That yeah, that's right. So and real the, the coach is also had booked the tickets. They did
1: too before that because I, I made the first round and the one and Marco Aro beat me and I could have beat him that race. I was hot, but I'm only saying that because I had an undefeated streak up until that point and it could have been a race longer. That's beside the point. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the next <laughs> race I lost, but I actually absolutely tried.
0: And but you, yeah. you also threw up the ones I think, like you did. That one. was that if you <laughs> that was so so, so,
1: so the, the prelim which was just way worse. I was just literally feeling amazing. Literally was seventh with like I, I go the whole race just in last place and like they pick it up and I'm like okay sure I'll match this thing and then only within 100 meters to go I was still in last place and I just just God I don't I hit I hit the magic mushroom of what you're talking about. I I pulled that card. Of the...
0: Proverbial... Up your proverbial sleeve. Yeah, I pulled my oh, yeah. proverbial sleeve and just... Zoop! I will ask right the joke. There. Where does... Where does George Washington keep his armies?
1: You've you told me this, but I'm not going to the punchline.
0: Up his sleeves. His sleeveies Yeah, his proverbial sleeveies yes. Yeah. Do you understand it this time? I... Um... He has an army. George Washington has an army... Like army sleeveys. I told that to him. I I didn't get it the first time. I didn't get it at that time (laughs) either. I don't remember. All right. Every every four episodes, I'm going to have to tell you that. Um, That joke. joke.
1: Maybe I'll get it one day. Probably not.
0: Um, And for me, I've been watching. So uh, the the Brixen family has their own reality TV show in Norway. Okay. I've watched every season and every episode, and it's all in Norwegian. I have not understood one word they've said the entire time, but I've watched
2: multiple hours of Inga in life. Ingabrics in life. If it makes you feel any better, that's how I feel watching keeping up with the Kardashians. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's in English. That's true. That Love is Island? very true. Love Island. Yeah, you gotta watch it with the subtitles. It's just a bit of a cheeky
0: kiss. <laughs> um, that was my best that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I don't understand anything they're saying, but they seem like they live like a pretty cool life and I like, kinda like to like destroy it a little bit, so... Um, Freaking bad. Ja- Jakob has run 330, and he's 18 years old, and I thought about... It. We've talked about that a little bit. Just yeah. like, if, if there was a kid who was in high school running, in the United States, running 330 for 1500, that is unbelievable, and it just makes no sense at all. No. And I actually was running yesterday. Um, yeah, yesterday I did a long run, and uh, I ran into this guy named Frank. You know Frank, you see yeah. Frank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. I've known Frank for a very long time. He's kind of like... I think I know a lot about track. Frank is a guy who just hangs out at the track, who knows more about running than any person I've ever met in my entire life. It's not even, it isn't, there's not, it's not not even close. And I saw him and I stopped and he stopped and talked to me for like 15 minutes. I love you, Frank, but sometimes I do want to get home. <laughs> um, anyways, he like, he like hyped me up. I don't know what he was talking about. I can't even remember. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he, he, he just, just like up. hyped me up. He's like, think about that on your way back. And I was like, Yeah, I will. And I was like, I thought about going and running like a diamond league meet, just like somehow getting in and just winning and beating Jakob. I was like, that's what I want to do. So but I would only want to beat Jakob at the Olympic Games for the gold medal. Um, so look out next year. Watch out, dude. And it may take a it may take a three twenty seven. Doesn't matter. Maybe even be faster. Sometimes they go out in one forty nine in the fifteen hundred. That is absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like, but like in like the slang term, not like that's dumb, but like that's stupid.
0: Yeah, like, can you imagine like being on the line and be like, all right, first eight hundred about one forty nine, and then we'll close. Well, yeah. I've never run that. <laughs> fine, <I don't> <laughs> Just be like, oh, well, then
1: we're gonna probably close in about a fifty four. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, the the, the person I picked, I, I wanted to pick someone who like kind of like. I've always kind of had in the back of my head of just like, you know, just got my inner competitiveness brought out with this guy. I look at this guy, you know, maybe I'm like, eh, I don't know about it. I don't know if I like this guy or not. So I picked this guy, who, who's a fine person, I'm sure, but I don't know if I like him or not. <laughs> <laughs> that made sense. Uh, Clayton Murphy, in the 800 meters, one of America's best 800 meter runners, got third At the Rio Rio Olympic Games. Uh, I've been in... I've raced him a few few times. I've raced him at least once. And and it was like a a prelim for USAs. And he beat me. Okay, so, you know. Alright, 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 Clayton. You got that one. But, if I can get this card... And I don't care where we are. I don't. I want it to be a big race, and I, I want there to be not a lot of other people there. So when when I whew, blow your doors off,
0: oh no, Avery, where'd you go? Stop! Oh my God, it'd be Clayton Murphy. I,
1: I wanted I want everyone to know that it happened. So I'm keeping this mushroom, and it may happen in real life. I'm training. <laughs> I'm training Clayton Murphy. I tuned into one of your Call of Duty streams the other day, and I was chatting you up. You didn't know, it was me. You didn't know it was me. <laughs> Twitch bro.
0: Twitch bro. You know what I just thought about? What? My first ever college race was in Akron. Really? At the University of Akron. And I got third in the mile to only two professional runners. Really? I wonder if we were his freshman year same time, I think. It could have been. I, I know he had like a big blow up, too. I wonder if I beat him that day. Ooh. If he was in that race. You gotta go back in that T first. I gotta go back, man. Wow. Clayton, if I beat you... It's on site, buddy. It's on site. <laughs> <But laughs> Probably didn't. I think uh, you may have been a little younger than me and yeah. whatever.
1: Anyways. Yeah. But, but I, I also want to say, you know, this is all in joking. I don't want you guys starting beef because I think I, I'll look really stupid if that happens.
2: I want you guys to start. Beef <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I'm on the winning side yet. So if there's going to be beef started, I want to wait till I run a little faster times first before we start that beef. Right
0: now it's beef tartare. It's raw.
1: It's, right now it's beef tartare. Yeah. Okay. Don't,
0: so. don't let it get charred at the moment. No. Yeah, not no, yet. No, no, it, hold on, guys. need a hot pan first. I,
1: I know you feel strongly about that, but, you know, hold off.
0: So, again, because we're so organized and when we transition into the third question, I definitely have had it pulled up this whole time, and I'm definitely not fumbling and worried about not being able to find it. Um, so I think this is the third question. And if not, you will know because it's going to be edited out. Exactly. Because we went-
2: uh, hey, guys. My name's Will Linker. Um, I'm from South Carolina. Oh, I was wondering good. if you could commentate on any uh, track or cross-country
1: race of all time, which race would you commentate Thanks. And I'm really, really, really hesitant to let Nahum go first, but I think I'm going to let Nahum go first with this one.
0: Also, shows out of South Carolina. Because I know
2: what he's going to the the gonna say,
1: and his answer might be similar to mine. But
2: go ahead. <laughs> so, first of all, for the record, we have different uh, meets we picked. I chose the 2016 NCAA Indoors DMR, where Chez completed the triple. The triple for those not knowing is three K, five K DMR. And the wild thing about that is that the five K finishes thirty minutes before the DMR starts. Yeah. And Ches split three fifty two to win it for Oregon, and then they ended up winning the whole meet. It was a good race too. It was Isaac York, was that who he was? Yeah, Isaac Isaac York ran like three fifty six. They were all all there. Yeah. Isaac York ran three fifty three leading wire to wire until like the last one fifty. It was an excellent race on all sides yeah um i don't know chez and so i'm just blowing him up for no reason um but yeah like that was I, if i had to choose a race that i commentate it was that one i don't know how good of a job i do because i was literally yelling at the top of my yeah. lungs that whole that race fun. but yeah gotta love the dmrs <laughs> and there, there's
1: a little detail uh that chez was so far behind because on the first handoff I forget from Matthew Mayton to somebody. I think I think Oregon dropped their baton, which made it even crazier that he came came back from a drop baton at a DMR on the NCAA final level. Which is Matthew Mayton. Haven't heard that name in a while.
0: For real, some floor <laughs> guy in high school. Yeah, He ran three thirty eight. I think his freshman year, and then he got kicked off
1: the team. He got kicked off. I mean, I mean he got kicked off. I don't know yeah, that. We won't talk about it. Hey, uh, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> oh, <I did> <laughs> So, so that's, that's a good answer. That's a really exciting race. Uh, I can agree with that. So, in in the order.
0: Oh, sure. Um, so, actually, I watched this race a couple days ago. Uh, because I have nothing to do, because I live alone, and I stay up some nights to 2 o'clock in the morning, I was uh, watching a video about Hickam Elgarush's progression to um, the world record mile, um, and his workouts are crazy. I will start by saying one of his workouts was 10 by 400 at 53 seconds with 30 seconds rest in between. 12. 12. Yeah. And then he also did Ks with like a minute rest at 225.
2: Disgusting.
0: Anyways, at the 2004 Sydney Olympic Games was the greatest race in history. I don't care about anybody saying anything else, maybe besides the 2012 Olympic 800 yeah, meters. That, I think, is the greatest one. Yeah. Um, so it was... Hickam el and Bernard Lagat fighting over the last 800 meters. Their last 800 of their 1,500 was 145, and Hickam just barely, barely, barely won, and that was his first Olympic gold because at, uh, Sydney. at
2: it, it, yeah, Sydney was the Olympics before. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Was that? No, I think that was Sydney. No,
2: 2004, 2004 was Athens. 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 Okay,
0: you're right. Um, but he fell in Atlanta. Yeah um so he didn't even get to get to do that um but anyways it was crazy the the uh, a little known fact about that race is the guy who came in third from spain can't remember his name had actually the fastest 800 meter split of anybody i don't know if you knew that i did not know that (laughs) no he closed in 145 low and got third everybody was closing so freaking fast it was insane jesus christ I don't even know what their final time was, but I mean, like, can you imagine closing in 145? I can't imagine running Running 145. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) And then you just go ahead and just close in that. Jesus. But also, like, that would be so crazy just to, like, be in front of, like, 100,000 people and just, like, being like, well, this is it. Might as well just really go to the well right now. Anyways, I think I would be a really great race commentator anyways. So, um, in in BC, holler at your boy. Holla at your boy. So, for the, uh, that was a good pick. That was a
1: good choice. Um, So, mine was also a a DMR pick, and it was the 2016 Penn Relays High School DMR. Was it 15 or
0: 16? It was 16.
1: 16. Okay. Uh, I remember my freshman year, because I was there. I watched it in person, because I remember, because that was when uh, Jack Salisbury from LaSalle got the baton for the mile leg way in the lead. And Drew Hunter got it from Loudon Valley. Loudon Valley, and somehow ran a four-flat mile to get that dub, and it was the like, last hundred is crazy. The last hundred is absolutely crazy. He may have won by a millimeter. That that yeah, might have maybe. been the distance. I
0: mean, I don't even know if they could have told the difference.
1: Right, but the, the craziest part, and what, what I would love to do. Uh, when I was commentating, it is so it, it started off, you know, a twelve hundred leg, whatever the twelve hundred leg in high school. It's it's kind of silly, you know, because no one knows what the heck they're doing. It's a twelve hundred; they barely know how to race normal events, right? Because they're in high school and experience. You know, we've all been there.
2: I think the twelve hundred leg fell right for. That's long right, long. and it wasn't
1: just like he just like you know. Like got bumped. I don't even know what he fell on. Like I think he might have just forgotten how to run in that step.
0: Also, there's a lot of people to pin relays, so it's kind of nerve wracking.
1: Oh, it is kind of nerve wracking. I can't wait. <laughs> Especially, I think it, it might. It was like crappy weather. It might have been
2: raining. Yeah. But. yeah. if you run on the distance night, though, nobody. No, there's, not as, there's
0: literally not a person yeah. in the thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: gotta hype yourself up. Yeah. Cheer for yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so he fell. I mean a big old, big old gap was formed. I mean, you know, their 800 legs are pretty good. 400 legs, pretty good. But nothing nothing crazy. Not compared to the elite team that LaSalle had with Jack Sar- Salisbury anchoring that. So, I mean, it was absolutely insane. And, and I, think, I think the fall was kind of funny. So, I think that would be a lot of commentating because it was very slapstick. Just... bonk. <laughs> so, that was pretty good. And, and then, of course, the finish was absolutely nuts. So, Drew Hunter, you could see just, once he got the baton, just fire in his eyes. Just running around, just cranking down laps. I think he was, he was pretty even, just like 60s, 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 and he's still a young whippersnapper at this point in high school. So that's just insane. And then Jack Salisbury, remember he, he backed up just a little bit uh, just to wait for Drew Hunter because he wanted to race. You know, he, he didn't want him to sneak up on him, and it kind of backstabbed him a bit. So with 200 to go, you know, and Zach Salisbury, he has a really pretty good kick. So he's just, just blasting, putting Drew into lane two. And then it's just pretty, just neck and neck, neck and neck. Zach, Jack Salisbury pulls up a little bit uh, to go through the line, and so his hips are ahead. But Drew just has this, just crazy, just like ninety degree lean. Got his chest. Got his chest, and I remember the announcers at first, you know, just waiting, to silence, 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 and then the uh, the commentators go, "LaSalle, wait, wait a second," and then you know Drew's like, "Oh my god, I'm an idiot," and they're like, "Yay," and he's like, "Wait a second, just kidding, Psyched. Loudon Valley, and then just everyone just goes absolutely nuts. I think that that's a like craziest the most comeback viewed of video on Flow Track. It should be. Yeah, that was that's my favorite track race of all time. Is it really? I think. I mean, I was there. I think that'd be a great. I, cover. I love high school. I love high school track. So I do too. Yeah, I think I was just the great one, and I think I, I felt like I did a good job telling that story. Yeah, so. You did good. That was uh, that was yeah. good. You did. That Thank was like you. The best yeah. story
0: you've ever told. I'm not
1: good at telling stories usually, so no, that, that was pretty good. good. That was great. Thank you.
0: Um, but, yeah, so I think that was my favorite episode we've ever done. If I Bo- got Oh, be my honest. God. We
1: provided quality, you know, we, we encourage you to learn better yourself, you know, the United States of America. <laughs> That's right. I was about to say. <laughs> Don't say it. You're going to say it on here. But
0: um, I may want to talk about how we're looking for. Like we're maybe getting sponsored, we're maybe yeah. working. I was gonna say donation, to just
1: in case you think I was gonna say make it great, but I felt like wait, that's too similar to a similar slogan that we shouldn't say.
0: So. No, because I, no. Yeah, don't support that one. Um. So that's why and, I was laughing at myself. Just yeah, but yeah, we're like uh, kind of looking. We've talked to a couple, maybe like one specific brand that wants to potentially. Um, sponsor the pod so we are working on a little contract for that and Avery and I have talked a little bit about you know if if we get some sort of promo code or something like that then whatever proceeds we get from that we can donate to um, a a charitable organization Mm -hmm. and then because we are a small podcast um, we may be able to donate maybe do some sort of a match or something like that for sure Um, so that's something we can uh, definitely come back to when the time is more when we know what we're talking about a little more but
2: just to put that in your minds so get ready
0: now home you want to have any closing words
2: yeah I, I mean first of all thanks for having me on here it was fun i definitely yeah. appreciate being a part of the best podcast you've done yet wow. <laughs> i wonder why uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. um, but yeah i guess to bring it back to a little bit more serious no um just you know, always remember, go out there, have an open mind. Uh, like I said before, you're either with justice and equality, or you're not. Um, be out there, support, support the movement. It's, this should not be a one, two, three week thing. This should sure. be a, yeah. This should be a full lifetime effort. Like, you like say, keep up the energy. Yeah. So vote. You know, influence your friends, your family. Um, because people's minds do change. Uh, my sister changed the mind of someone who is very not for Black Lives Matter just the other day. Um, so just do your research, learn what it means. Um, just because you hear something negative, like, you know, defund the police a lot of, or abolish the police, a lot of people think that means we'll have no police, no For example, that just means we're going to allocate resources to communities communities that are struggling, that need the education, the resources. So do your research. Um, I tell uh, people this all the time. Don't just go with your gut instinct when you hear something. Really think about it. Put the time and effort to form an opinion because that's where the greatest change happens. you know, getting your information and knowledge from multiple sources. Yep. Quoting Uncle Iroh right there. Ira. Iroh. Avatar last name. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you got. We've talked about them
0: recently. All right. Well, I think that was great, and I haven't eaten dinner. And I'm sweating.
1: I'm sweating too. Thank you for listening. Eat. You're probably sweating after that podcast too. So. That's mm. right. Clean oh, yourself that. off. Oh.